Hi, right now when I release this episode, another Mededelkom biannual meeting is being concluded in Warsaw, Poland. For two days, the discussions went in for the preliminary results of comparative facet analysis. About this we hope to have a podcast soon and future dissemination of the project's findings. As very soon, Mededelkom will release an e-book which appears also in all national languages of the participant countries. In this episode, we will discuss good practices emerging when studying the opportunities of deliberative communication. At large, it was talked over at the consortium meeting in Sofia in September, where the soundbites have largely been recorded. Only the last one was recorded in Warsaw. So, let's start. Thank you for joining us. I'm Urmas Loit, the Metadelcom Communication Officer. For the starter, let's recall the podcast episode 29, where Halki Haraloit, the project coordinator, provided the context for best practice stories which touch upon the issue of monitoring capability. It was important also at Sofia meeting to discuss the so-called best practice cases because it is pretty easy to discover problems and risks. But the project also focuses on opportunities and that means we need to pick up best cases. In Sofia we focused on the best practice cases concerning monitoring opportunities or monitoring capability. The monitoring capability is a pretty new concept and it is also the core issue of the uh, will be book. The manuscript of the book will be ready in the end of March. In this book we shall carry out comparative analysis on monitoring uh, capability in 14 European countries. Why monitoring capability is important? It is important because this enables to carry out media policy that is based on knowledge, not just on emotions or political ideas. From here on, the floor goes to Iona Avadani from Romania. In episode 29, as for a teaser, she talked about the rationale of good practices. First of all, the very idea of thinking of good practices challenging because we are used to be very critical when we look at things around us and uh, we tend to see the weak points and we tend to find solutions for those weaknesses. So the idea of finding good practices is putting us in the position to challenge ourselves. This is a plus you get ideas. Sometimes we are so focused on the job in front of us that we are not open to new ideas. Exchanging good practices in a group like this with like-minded people is, I think, a dose of optimism that we so badly need these days. And now she adds the case of Romania. I uh, would uh, give extra points to practices that are about to form right now. 
that are not routine for the, <laughs> for the time being. And in this respect, I will talk about the preoccupation of the academics, of the people studying media in Romania, the preoccupation for what people are doing, not what the government is doing, not what the businesses are doing, not what the system, quote-unquote, is doing, but what the people are doing. Focusing on people's practices is something that I felt is missing from our media research and media analysis. And if you take a look at the articles, scientific articles published over the last two, three years, you see more and more of this topic reflected in research. And I think that this is a good practice. Because when you do media research, you are not doing it for the sake of it. You are doing in order to find something meaningful that you can give back to the society. Looking at people is something that is good for society, I think. Petra Shovai presents the case of Hungary. From Hungary's side, I would like to stress out first that we have much more problems than best practices if it comes to media monitoring potentials of the country. Uh, if I have to mention what good example of best practices, then I would like to highlight the role of NGOs and small think tank organizations in monitoring different aspects of the Hungarian media development. They also covering many relevant topics of media Dacom projects focus on risks and opportunities for deliberate communication and supplementing academic research with a great added value. Tobias Eberwein from Austria provides his story of good practice. Well, when you look at our case studies, there are actually quite a few examples in Austria that is interesting. You can look at organizational innovations, but also on the very individual level. One example that came up in the legal domain is a podcast series, which is produced by a law professor in our country. His name is Nikolaus Forgo. He opened a new institute at the University of Vienna recently with a focus on digitalization and law and he's a very active professor because he knows how to communicate and to use new technologies to bring them into his research and uh, discuss current research results or other socially relevant topics and convey them to a larger audience. So everyone interested in those topics might be wanting to have a closer look at those podcasts. They are called Ars Boni and Ars Equi. Some of them are also available on YouTube. They are, from my perspective, a really good opportunity to create dialogue between academia and society. They are accessible for normal citizens and everyone interested in those topics will have a nice time, I would say. Peter Barrios looks at the issue from the perspective of Sweden. I would say that in Sweden we have quite many agents 
actors producing knowledge about media, for example, about digitalization, algorithmization, about new business models in the media sector, about how young people use media, and so forth. This kind of knowledge does not only derive from academia, but also from state authorities, from independent NGOs or think tanks, and also from uh, union organizations. This very much creates a good mixture of information and knowledge, and it also helps to reduce the risks for knowledge gaps. He also sums up the essence of good practices in the field of monitoring capabilities that MediaTelcom is researching. Why is the MediaTelcom project important? Why do we need it? I would say that MediaTelcom is quite unique in the way it collects and analyzes available information and knowledge about media and media development in the European context. This project helps us to foresee and to partly navigate the media development in society. It helps us to identify risks and to acknowledge and develop opportunities. This was the MediaDelcom podcast about good practices supporting establishing opportunities for deliberative communication, particularly regarding monitoring capabilities to base the media political decisions upon firm knowledge about media. As said, a paper book is being prepared. Quite soon, e-books are to appear. So the consortium is hard at it now. Thank you for being with us. Stay tuned to hear us soon.